Hi, my happy enders. It's another week. Are you ready to relax? Um, God, I'm trying. I don't know. I don't like it either. One of these days we'll figure it out. Or not. What the fuck? Okay, um, this episode was really cool because um, I saw Mike Feeney on Kill Tony that Monday. And then I saw him in the hallway on Tuesday. And I just was like, hey, when are you leaving for New York? Because he's a New York comic. And he said he was leaving Friday morning. So I was able to get him in Thursday before he left, which was really cool. Um, He just had an album drop called Rage Against the Routine that debuted number one in iTunes store. He's ridiculously funny. I was super lucky, too. I got to see him that night on Thursday um, when he was doing Shimmy Shimmy Ya, which is Josh Adam Meyer's show, and it was Josh's 40th birthday. And you can also go back and watch, or no, 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 you can't watch. You can listen to Josh's episode of Happy Endings. I actually want to get Josh back on. I want to get all of my old ones on that I didn't have the camera on because I think that would be super fucking cool. Um, once again, thank you, Care by Design. Your CBD lotion has saved my life and um, my patients adore it. You guys really should try the CBD stuff. It's amazing. Also, they have Absolute Extract, which is their THC-based products, which I haven't tried, but I've heard they're really good, so... There you go. Um, please like, click, subscribe, all that shit. Um, email me at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. And I appreciate you. Get undressed, get under the sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Hold on, let me take a picture real quick. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you're pretty. (laughs) Yeah, this selfie light is super flattering. Super pretty. Where is the the audio? That's picking up me? That's crazy. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I still have my socks on. Does that matter? No, you're fine. I don't even know if I'll be able to get down there. It depends on your back. Yeah. Are we going? Thank you. All right. We are going. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. I'm Mike Feeney, comedian, New York City. And this is uh, almost the most naked I've ever been at a comedy club. So this is (laughs) a new one. Are you comfortable? Are you good? I'm comfortable. I mean, it's... uh, I was saying to you off this, I can't imagine something that I would enjoy less than uh, having light and the camera in your face when you're getting a massage, but we're going to see how this, we're going to see how this goes. It'll be perfect. This feels like, you know, a true, a nightmare, but uh, <laughs> everybody has told me that the massage is great, so. Aww. Yeah. Every, I pay it. You're going to get paid at the end of this where I'm going to be like, just tell them it was amazing. It's perfect. And talk me up. I know when I asked you in Hormos, it's like, it was amazing. I'm all, oh, I owe you. (laughs) And see, you're going to be on a plane, and it's going to be perfect. Yeah, 5.30 a.m. flight, so this is going to be a long night. Very long night. I was so excited when I saw you in the hallway. I'm like, I'm going to ask him. Yeah, and and it was such a funny thing, too, because it's it's weird when you... uh, get approached with an offer of uh, getting a massage in a basement, you know, it's, <laughs> if you were a man, you would not be able to get away with uh, 
with that offer, you know? It would be a lot creepier. Well, that's why I think I mentioned, like, I'm like, I'm a mom. I have kids. I'm married. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm not going to be too. Like, it'll be fine. My eyes will be closed for most of this. But that's perfect. I'll occasionally check in with the, with the camera. <laughs> that's perfect. How many people have fallen asleep on this? None. None? None, because I'll go, if they start fading off, I'll go a little deeper. Ah, oh, now, that's smart. I will say, um, like, if they want to enjoy the massage, which I get, like Christina P. was like, I don't want to do it because I don't want to talk. And I'm like, well, what if we do two? <laughs> like, one uh, where I talk and then one where you just get a massage. And she's like, nah. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But, like, um, I did Jimmy Schubert. Mm -hmm. And he was there for the massage. He, right. he was just like, I was all, hey, you know, ha do you have any good heckler stories? And he's like, ah, oh, sometimes people heckle. Yeah, he didn't. It's just one word. <laughs> well, it's also hard. It's like physically hard to talk when you're like, you know, if you're like pushing on somebody's spine too and everything, right? Or yeah. we're going to find out, I guess. It's kind of my favorite thing. Like when people are like, hold on. Strained. Yeah. <laughs> Or, Joy, you're going to have to talk for a second. I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it. <laughs> I have a, uh, a history of falling asleep during... I, I woke up during a massage I was getting one time on a cruise ship to the whole room. of There was, like, other people getting massages. They were laughing uh, at how loud I was snoring in the uh, oh, in this chair. But it's, it's a compliment to them, right? Isn't it? I guess. It is. Do you consider it a compliment? Yeah, because then it shows that you trust... Like just when people, because if you relax enough and you fall asleep, it just means that your body is either you don't give a fuck or you trust the person enough that you're willing to go completely vulnerable on him. Oh, wow. I didn't even consider the emotional vulnerability that I was displaying. Yeah. And then some people, like I have patients, like I said, I've been doing this 12 years and I have patients that'll fall asleep in the middle of a sentence hmm. and then I'll just kind of like go off and either start thinking of bits or like thinking of books and just kind of doing that and they'll wake up and finish the sentence and it scares the <laughs> shit out of me every time. Now let me ask you, this is going to be, I'm interviewing you. This is perfect, this is, do this it. Is, this is my show now. Um, I, <laughs> I have so many questions though about, because... How many times do you get people with, like, horrific B.O. and, like, and even, like, a super hairy backs? Like, that's yeah. got to be hell, too. It is awful. I have a guy, I call him the human carpet. Ah. He is Italian. And he's very proud of his pelt. Mm-hmm. So he gets mad at me when I pull. And, I mean, I'll, it's like a damn oil slick. Like, I'm just, like... Lotion, 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 lotion. Right. And if I pull it, he gets mad at me. And I'm like, dude, what are you... What do you want me to do? Yeah. And then, like, I told him one time, I was like, next time you come in, I'm massaging you with Nair. And he did not <laughs> think that was funny. <laughs> and so I'm like, sorry. But he was in, he was in a porn, but he didn't have sex. <laughs> he was just watching? He was, like, the bad guy. The bat, is there a bad guy? I don't know. It was so weird. He was trying to explain it to me. And he was like, yeah, it's in a porn. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't have sex. And I'm like, are you sure you were in a porn? He was in like the way too much exposition porns where they like, he's like playing a judge. I sent him to to sex. He, I don't, it was like bikini 
beach. I don't, it was like bikini police or something. <laughs> and it was funny because one night it was on like Cinemax or whatever. And uh-huh. I was like, and I was telling my husband, I'm like, hey, my patient's in this. And we started watching it. And I'm like, he really doesn't have sex in this. <laughs> like a softcore porn i guess yeah it was super hilarious i'm like okay whatever and then like i the first time like when i started comedy like the teacher that i went to tom clark love you um he was like write stuff that's true Mm -hmm. and i was all i hate summer summer is disgusting (laughs) you have to think of it on my end people have you horrible oh, swamp yeah. ass. It's oh my god. Oh my god. I can't even. And then the, just like, do you, do you ever? If somebody really just smells, do you ever just go like, hey, can you, uh, can you like take a shower or put it on deodorant before we do this? Nope. Wow. No. Or if people have like a lot of pimples on their back. Like, oh god. All right, I let's... didn't even think about that. <laughs> I live a very glamorous life. What about a hairy guy with a lot of pimples with BO? Yes, he I've had summer. him. I've had him. Ugh. Or I've also like mm, I don't know what people call him. I've called him ass gaskets my whole life. The paper that you put down on the toilet. Uh-huh. People don't realize that if you're sweaty, it sticks. Uh, uh, and I've had to peel that off of people no. numerous times. Why like, wouldn't you just leave it there? Because if I have to do their glutes. Because uh. because I work in a chiropractor's office, it's very sports and physical therapy. Mm-hmm. It's not a nice, pretty massage. It's I'm going to work you out and you're going to hurt and feel better. Right. So, yeah, like I do a lot of glutes. Because people don't realize it. Like It's funny. People will come in and they're like, yeah, don't touch my butt. Okay, cool. And like, I'll do this to them and just kind of knead at it. And like, oh my God, that feels so good. And I'm like, yeah, that's your center of gravity. Yeah. Like you, it's a big muscle. So yeah, it's, it's not glamorous. (laughs) Stinky feet. Oh yeah. Um, I've had people come to me straight from the gym. That's like, uh, it's just rude. It's mean. Yeah. Well, I'm a person too. (laughs) Hello. Usually at places, though, they let you, like, there's usually, like, a shower or something you can take, you know? Fortunately, my chiropractor is cheap. Oh, no. (laughs) Haven't had a race in 12 years. (laughs) I'm disgustingly loyal. (sighs) Sounds that way. Yeah. My husband's like, just leave. And I'm like, no. I mean, I've had patients that are family, you know? Sure. Like, there was a shooting today where I live in Santa Clarita, and I can't tell you. How far is that? Um, Santa Clarita, it takes me, like, 38 minutes to get from my home to here. Is that north, west, east, south? It is north. North. Because I go south, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) So it's above, it's, like, in the valley? Yeah. Okay. I don't know um, if you've ever heard of Six Flags Magic Mountain. Uh, yes, but I don't know where. Okay, that's where we are. You live, you live in the Magic Mountain? Uh-huh, I do. Yeah. I live in, um, off of one of the roller coasters. Oh, nice. In fact, Laura, Lara Bites, she, her and I are going on Wednesday, and she's like, you're riding all of the roller coasters, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> do you like roller coasters? You know, I used to, and then I had kids, 
And it's so weird. Now I'm like every, I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, what if it stops? What if this happens? Right. Like when I was a teenager, I was like, fuck it, let's go. I think the center of gravity too, like I, I um, or what is it, your equilibrium? Like I, the last time I went, I hadn't gone in years. And now I did like, two, we went on back to back roller coasters in like five minutes and it really fucks you up. Yeah. Like my husband can't do it. He, I mean, he worked for the Navy and he was seasick. We had to give him seasick patches when he'd go out to sea. Oh, God. And, like, so we decided, I was like, hey, because I like to experiment. I'm like, what if you put a seasick patch on? And then we went on the roller coasters. And he's like, okay, let's try it. Because, I mean, we have season passes because we have three boys. So sure. that's life. And he got on and he got off and he's like, nope. He's just green. Yeah. It's weird how your skin can just changed colors like, right dramatically. or just like clamminess yeah you drain it yeah you get that cold sweat uh-huh we did that at the i was at in atlantic city we were doing shows and then we all the comics we went on a bunch of roller coasters on the pier and then the last thing we went on is those swings like you know like the oh, carnival swing things yes. yeah and we we're like oh this is a nice fun one to end on but we had just gone on so many that we were so shaken up and then we like after two minutes, all of us got super quiet and we're just like, this has to end. This has to end right now. We were all just like head in our hands, just nauseous, uh, sweaty, just miserable. I am terrified, but I want to hang out with her so bad that I'm like, fuck. And I think I, I, I'm too closed off, so I'm trying to be more free. I'm literal closed off. Close off. You are very close off. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> like, she's like, you're going to do it. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, hey, and if I chicken out, I will let you borrow my 13-year-old son who rides everything. And I'm like, you guys can go. And <laughs> you can have a partner. I didn't get into roller coasters until, like, the end of high school. It, it really, I went on one way too young, and it really traumatized me. Do you remember what it was? Uh, well, I mean, when I was a real little kid, it was on Space Mountain. But then uh, when I was like 12, maybe, I went on uh, Big Bad Wolf in, in uh, Bush Gardens, Virginia Beach, or Virginia, somewhere in Virginia. And that shit is great. It like goes, it's one of those where it's attached above you. So, oh. like, so it like when it turns left and right, the whole car kind of moves, you know uh -huh. what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, it goes, like, directly towards the water at maximum speed, and then the last second turns, and it's just... Uh, I mean, it probably is a super fun roller coaster now, but as a kid, I was <laughs> ghost white when I got off, and I'm already very white, so this is... See, I worry about that because <laughs> I took my 8-year-old on Twisted Colossus. It sounds like the craziest roller coaster name I've ever heard. It was it was awful. I mean, it was funny and at some point it is going to be a bit, mm -hmm. but so it was me and my 8-year-old and then my 13-year-old was behind us. And so what it does is you go through the roller coaster and then you switch tracks and you do the whole thing again, right? Ah. So <laughs> we're going up the second time and he's in tears. And I'm like, buddy, like, there's nothing you can do. I'm like, we're fucking, we're going. And he goes, I'm way too young for this. This is way too scary. <laughs> and he's all, I'm too young. I'm too young. And <laughs> so I'm laughing. 
But then my 13-year-old's like, what's wrong? And I said, Brody's super scared. And I don't know why, but he thought I said, Brody's seatbelt's broken. Okay. So now we're going. My 13-year-old thinks his 8-year-old's going to die. I'm trying. <laughs> my necklace is about to fly off because it's really big. So I had it clenched between my teeth because when we did the barrel roll, it started coming off. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. So I stuck it between my teeth and I'm going, it's okay, it's okay, it's almost over, it's okay. And I've got this like necklace. Gritting your teeth, yeah. It was so awful. It's great. It's a uh, fun story. I've never once felt secure on a roller coaster. It never clicks in far enough see, for me to feel safe. I think it clicks in too far and then I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh, I would love. Boobs. I would love to not breathe if I could. <laughs> if I could be safe, I, there was, there's always so much wiggle room that I feel like I'm gonna fly out. Yeah, and Laura's like, I'm like, I am nervous. I am scared, and she's like, you're, it's gonna be fine. And then she's like, starts giving me statistics. Like nobody's died on a roller coaster. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but there's always a first time. <laughs> Is that true? Nobody's ever died on a roller coaster? She said nobody's ever died. It's people who do, do stupid things like climb on the tracks. Sure. But or, I mean, somebody's had to have had a heart attack. Right. I think so, too. But yeah. I'm not it was gonna... just a bold-faced lie that you believed, which is <laughs> nice of your friends. Which is what I do. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm very naive. Mm. <laughs> I'm very gullible. I mean, you tricked me into coming into a basement to get a massage on camera. So, I mean, I guess I am gullible, too, you know? Boom. See, yeah. I once tricked my friend because I'm an asshole. God, I haven't thought about this in forever. She was in high school, and I was like, yeah, did you know gullible's not in the dictionary? Mm. And she's like, oh, my God, it's in ours. And I'm like, dude, that dictionary is worth money. <laughs> and she told her mom, and her mom got so mad. And she's like, Joy's a bad influence. You can't hang out with her anymore. <laughs> Such like an innocent joke. Right? <laughs> It's so funny because I wasn't like I've never done drugs. I was like such a good girl and everybody thought I was just this crazy wild thing. <laughs> so weird. Mm. How are you now? Where did you go to high school? Um, so I went to public school growing up and then in high school I went to private school. So in Long Island. Okay. So you grew up all over there. Yeah. Yeah. All in New York. I've made it from the suburbs. A full 60 miles west to New York City, and that's been it so far. Now, where did you meet your wife? In college, actually, okay. which was upstate, also New York, though. And when I say upstate, it's 15 minutes, up, uh, for, or 15 to 25 minutes from New York City, but to everybody who lives in the city or Long Island, that is upstate. But, you know, New York, you can drive 10 hours north and get to Buffalo and all that. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty tall. You know, it'd be like if you went to, if you called like uh, Malibu, like San Francisco, you know? Right, okay. Yeah. Now how'd you guys meet, like? Uh, she, so I was getting a... Uh, massage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> she was actually massaging me. Um, <laughs> No, I was work. I was doing like work study. Okay. So she, I was working the front desk, just like checking IDs at her dorm, and uh, she, my roommates came over to give me a beer in a Dunkin' Donuts cup because they were great roommates, so I could drink on the job, and then uh, 
they was when she came out of the elevator, they all started like hitting on her, and then I didn't. Uh huh. And she was like, "Who's that guy? <laughs> Why is he not paying not attention to paying me? Paying attention to me?" And uh, yeah, now here we are, all these years later. How long have you guys been married? Married four. Oh. Yeah. So dating uh, fourteen. Nice. Yeah. See, I'm such. I write self-published romance books. Like uh, how? Like what kind of romance? Like steamy, like Fifty Shades of Grey type no, of stuff. Like erotica. Not. A, I mean, I ghostwrite erotica. So oh. I've ghostwritten some fucked up shit. Okay. Oh my god. There's been times I've actually had to turn it down because I'm like, ah, no, I can't do that. You lead a lot of lives. I'm starting to yeah, notice. My poor husband. He's like, what's next? And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> since you asked. You're like Elon Musk of uh, <laughs> of random tasks and jobs, and it's all it's all the stuff that nobody respects. It's amazing because like I'll be like, yeah, I'm you know I do stand up, and everybody's like, oh, I've always wanted. If people tell me I'm funny, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, or like my boss will try and give me jokes. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. Uh, and then like I write romance, which although it's the most read genre ever. It's the least respected genre. Ever? Yeah. Romance is the most read. Is Romeo and Juliet considered a romance? I think so. Or maybe a tragedy. I don't know. It has romance. It would be a hashtag romance. Right. Hashtag romance, hashtag tragedy. Yeah. Most like... romance is a tragedy, let's be honest. <laughs> Not mine. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like. Well, I used to say I like happy endings, and then I became a massage therapist, and I was like, yeah, hmm. I like happily ever afters. And then yeah. I named my podcast Happy Endings. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah, that's going to be super weird on camera. <laughs> Who was it? It was Ismo. He's a Finnish. Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. He's very funny. Super funny. He told me that he wants to start a podcast where people are getting blowjobs, and they have to answer questions. <laughs> It's going to be a pretty quick podcast. Or they'll be scared and they'll be like, oh. <laughs> It'd be funny if you just film them from like, you know, their chest up. Uh-huh. And you just see them, you know, that way at least you can put it on YouTube. Exactly. It's all about YouTube. It's all about you. That's all I'm doing right now. Although audio, my audio does really well for this mm -hmm. podcast. But yeah, it's the visual people are like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure this is the angle people are tuning in for, right? You guys. Yeah. Mm. I just keep occasionally winking at this camera. It's <laughs> fantastic. For no reason. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so what did you go to college for? Uh, so it was a mass com, obviously, but uh, television... Video, it was like three different things. It was like television and video journalism and broadcasting and um, and had a minor in film as Okay. Well. And then, uh, yeah. So it was all, I was always interested in the, did a lot of production stuff too. So it was, uh, I learned how to do all that stuff, learned how to edit. All that stuff was pretty, pretty invaluable now in an age where, you know, you can do everything yourself. Yes. You know, I YouTube everything. Because, like, when I first wanted to publish my book, you have to format it for Amazon and Kindle. Right. 
and everybody's like, oh, $130. And I'm like, ah, four hours of YouTube. I got this shit. Right. Yeah, you can pretty much YouTube any task. I mean, that's all my kids do. They watch YouTube? Yeah, they're like, Mom, look at this. I'm like, okay. Mom, we can make this. Like, the weird thing to me now is people, like kids now, watch kids play video games. Oh, it's instead so of weird. playing video games, which is, I understand like the ones who are like elite, you're like, wow, they're doing stuff that I could never do. But I mean, you know, where's the fun for you? You're just a spectator. Yep. My eight-year-old watches this channel. I don't, he probably don't even know. There's these toys called squishies. Okay. And they're just foam toys that are like pizzas or ducks. And this girl refurbishes, refurbishes them. So somebody will send them like a duck that has its nose torn off or mm -hmm. the paint is worn off. And she paints them and fabric glues them. And my eight-year-old loves it. It's, it's, what a crazy channel. Everything you're telling me about your family with, with going on roller coasters, watching like arts and crafts, YouTube and video game stuff, they, they very much take after you. I'm sorry oh, yes. to notice. Yes. <laughs> my poor husband. Yes. Except for my 19-year-old. Um, <laughs> he eats cereal at 2 in the morning and plays NASCAR. So. Well, that seems, that's a 19-year-old thing to do. That, that, that checks out. And he's dating this horrible, horrible girl. God. Did you ever date anyone awful that your mom was just like, dude? Um, I never. Hi. I like your tattoo. Oh, thank you. This is a show. This is fantastic. This is a show. This is a show. You're, you're, you're on it. You're on the show right now. It's true. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Rick. There were guests on the show they didn't know existed, you know? That's fucking awkward. Also, I don't know who that... I couldn't... I can't see anybody, so I just, I'm just hoping that uh, I couldn't even point those people out of a lineup. Neither um, could I. One guy had a balloon. A balloon? Yeah. That is such a crazy thing to carry around. <laughs> I don't know what just <laughs> happened. Like, I know this is an awkward podcast. I get that, but sometimes... People just amp it up. They're like, hey, let's make this even more weird. Yeah. Well, so what, uh, what was the question? I don't uh, remember. I mean, it's for the best. Oh, no, no, no. I do remember. Damn it. <laughs> Did you ever date someone that your mom was like, dude, go away? Uh, no, I was pretty, like, secretive about, like, I didn't really bring girlfriends around until, like, I had to. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, I don't think I brought... A girlfriend over until I was like uh, driving already you know what I mean just uh -huh. because it was more like uh, my family's crazy let's go to your house you know <laughs> that kind of a thing now do your parents like your wife or should oh I yeah ask? like okay. every, all my friends and family say regularly and hurtfully that they like her more than me which is uh, you know, it feels nice to hear in the beginning that, you know, she's welcome. But then after a while, you're like, you can stop saying that now. It's been a, get it. Got it. It's been 14 years. <laughs> See, I get your husband's so funny. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> like, we love John. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, everybody, it's so, when I first started comedy, they kept, they're like, oh, you're the comedian. And he's like, no, it's my wife. And they're all, oh, huh. oh. That hurts. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right. 
Like he would get on stage and pass out, which would be fucking hilarious for me, but. My wife is one of the funniest people I know when she's like, you know, conversationally or just around me, you uh-huh. know, but uh, I, don't, I think she would uh, have a panic attack if she had to do it. Has she page. ever like, I want to try it. No, God, no. She won't even, when she comes to my shows, she like sits in the back and is like, has more, ang- has the anxiety of a new comedian. Like she has the anxiety, she takes any anxiety I would ever have and uh-huh. then she triples it and then she just sits there like, She's so nervous for me, you know? She stews in it. She's yeah. like, I got this all for you. Yeah, when I just recorded my album, which is, hey, available now. Um, and it, it didn't it come out number one? It did. Fuck yeah. Number one forever, but also for a temporary time. Uh, but it debuted number one on uh, iTunes Comedy. It's called Rage Against the Routine. You can buy it or listen to it anywhere you listen to music. Uh, but... Uh, during that night, which is obviously, you know, it's a big night, there's cameras there, it's a big, sold out shows, and she, uh, yeah, she was more nervous than I could ever be, which is great, because it actually, you know when you're, like, super, you ever get, like, super drunk, and then, uh, yeah, that's it, that's my (laughs) whole question, you ever get super drunk, and then you're with somebody who all of a sudden gets, like, either sick or hurt, or, and then you just all of a sudden feel sober, like, you just uh, snap into that, that's kind of how... Seeing her get nervous makes me less nervous. I get that. That's You know what? That's the same thing about being a parent. Like, I'll be having fun, and I'll be a little buzz, and then I come home, and they're like, Mom! And I'm like, bye. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. What do you need? I mean, my husband doesn't drink. Well, he did. He drank all of it, and then so he stopped. Right. It's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. And it was... um when we were fighting for our 19-year-old, because he married a crazy bitch, and then oh, me. Yeah. And um, so I'm perfect. Hmm. <laughs> like, I can do no wrong. She was so horrible that I'm like, goddess. <laughs> I can do no wrong. Right. <laughs> but, so yeah, his ex-wife, all she had on him is she's like, he drinks. And his willpower is disgusting, so he's like, not anymore. Right. And that was... 12 years ago. It's great, though. Good for him. It is, because now I have a designated driver, and that's fun. Yep. We have uh, we have one of those in my family, too, and they're, they're beloved for that reason. <laughs> right? And then my 19-year-old, when he started driving, I was like, hey! And then I got in his car once, and I was like, yeah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> Why, well, he drives like a crazy person? Fuck, I was yeah. all, break, 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 break! Yeah, parents... Driving with their kids is usually always, I mean, both of my parents are pretty, uh, like, worried at all times when they're in the car with me, so. My mom is way worse, though. Yeah, I'm a horrible passenger because I flipped a car when I was 19. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so you should never give uh, any (laughs) sort of advice or scolding on people. Nope, but I am a horrible passenger Mm -hmm. so i'm oh i john oh my god coming here i yelled at him like five times i'm all break he's like joy fucking stop yeah the screaming break is definitely one of the worst things a driver (laughs) could hear because it's i mean absolutely terrifying he's all you're gonna get us in an accident i'm like well you're driving yeah and i gets he gets so mad at me but he calls it karate because i start like Breaking. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my hands will just automatically like go out. And he's like, are you doing karate? And I'm like, yes. 
My dad did that when he was teaching me how to drive. He was like, I thought he was going to put his foot through my floorboard. <laughs> it's terrifying. And I'm like, but he doesn't understand. Like, I hate throwing this word around, but I'm pretty sure I have PTSD when it comes to driving. Right. So. That makes sense. I mean, if you flipped a car. Yeah. What kind of car was it? It was a Chrysler LeBaron. Okay. It wasn't my car. It was my best friend's car. The one that her mom said that I wasn't bad in. <laughs> it seems like a hard car to flip. Yeah. It will, we were driving on a country road, mm-hmm. and the asphalt was, like, really far. I mean, it was just thick asphalt, mm-hmm. and there was no white lines to tell you where the road ended and the dirt began. So I kind of got off on the dirt, and I couldn't get the car back on the asphalt because it was so thick. So I kind of overcorrected, mm. and then we started fishtailing, mm. and I got the fishtail under control, and then we went up on a hill, took out a power pole, and finally landed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I took out city or power in a small city for two hours. Gee, did, it, did you yeah. land, like, did it flip? Like, uh... It landed on the top. Oh, my God. So we had to crawl out. It didn't, like, crush, you know, like, crumple? I guess those were... It kind of did. It land. So for some reason, I reached over and grabbed the back of her neck and pulled her down. Mm-hmm. And when it landed, it landed her side first. So, yeah. So, and she crawled out before me. And I don't know if you know this, but when you release your seatbelt, hanging I was just upside add, down. That was my next thing. Yeah. Did you smash your head and neck? Hard. Oof. And then because I was holding her, I had one hand on the top of the steering wheel. So my neck right here, the seat belt, like, burned uh, it. yeah. And no airbags? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, I killed her car. Sorry, Renee. Yeah, I'm starting to think maybe you were a bad influence, you know? Yeah, right? Were you drinking? No. I didn't right. drink. Yeah, because you didn't drink, you said. Yeah, I didn't drink until I was... I tried it once when I was 17, and my cousin made me drink three mugfuls of gin. Oh, yeah. gin. Gin, yeah. The worst. It was just, I can't, we can't have real Christmas trees in our house because it reminds me of gin. I'm like, nope, nope, fake trees forever. Yeah, I threw up on gin. Yeah, I threw Too up on a puppy. Times. You threw up on a puppy? Yeah. The party was because they got a puppy. It was a little puppy. And you threw up on it. Yeah, I went outside and it followed me and it was licking my face while I was puking. And I looked at it and I go, stop, puppy. And I just vomited all over that dog. Oh, my God. Didn't tell anyone. Well, I'm sure they figured out. Well, they're all, it rolled in something. We don't know what it rolled in. I was like, oh, "Oh, that's weird. (laughs) That's so brutal. It's also the night I gave my first blowjob. What? Yeah. What? Fuck. I mean, these stories all sound, they almost sound fake. They're that's not. How, that's how, uh, they can't be because yeah. you couldn't. Uh, you gave a blowjob after the vomiting? No, it was before. It was my boyfriend. Is that what caused the vomiting? No, the gin caused the vomiting. Right. Like, he took me outside. <laughs> they don't tell you how to give blowjobs. Like, I don't know if you remember your first blowjob. But I feel like I was pretty good at my first one. <laughs> so you didn't hey. have you didn't have big red gum in your mouth? Oh, cinnamon gum? Yeah. Gum? And when I was finished, I did not have the gum in my mouth. If you were like, hey, what would make you throw up, Mike? And I'd be like, 
Oh, maybe a c- mugs full of gin with cinnamon gum and then a dick in my mouth. I mean, all of those things can make you throw up individually. Yes. But... Yes. He thought I gave him something because his skin started burning. Oh, of the... course yeah. it did. And he didn't want to tell his mom, so he had to take fingernail clippers and clip it out of his pubes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is Fuck. brutal. Yeah, so that's my first blowjob. But that's also on him. If you're like, hey, what's that in your mouth? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, you gotta kind of, uh, that's a little on him as well. I mean, we were young. He was like, come on, just put it in your mouth. And I was like, all right. And I did. And then he. <laughs> I mean, Big Red is arguably the worst. Yeah. You couldn't pick a worse gum no. to have put in your mouth before no. putting a dick there. No. Just spicy cinnamon? Fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds like torture. It was awful. He's seriously, he's like, I woke up and my dick was burning. How long did you blow him for? Not that long. I, apparently I'm really good at blowjobs, so... Okay. Yeah, it didn't take that long. And he was young, and it was in my mouth, and I was skinnier back then, so, um, yeah. Even with, even with the gum, that, that is a testament. <sighs> right? That's like a, that's a five-star review. That you're right. I don't know who that was either. I, I mean, I'm just trusting that I'm not being about to be murdered or <laughs> robbed at any point, you know? Oh, well, you've been robbed. Oh, well, that's a shame. You yeah. Know, just be performing. In but the... you know where, well, yeah, you know where I'm going to be. We're going to the same place after this. So. I've also never had to, like, go have any responsibilities after a massage, usually. It's like one of those, like, <laughs> my day is done kind of a thing. Right. And now... Uh, I haven't even started my day. Like, this is the beginning of the day. This is a good way to start. It really is. This is good. And then you're going to be backstage at the, at the other show, too. Yeah, and you that. can yell at me if, like, you're like, dude, I'm tired. I'll be like, sorry. Well, I'll just get an espresso. I'll be doing jumping jacks. I know. Or I, tequila. Tequila is enough. For I am drinking tonight. I, he's here. I have a ride. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my old my kids don't have to go to school tomorrow because they closed all the schools because of the shooting. So oh, my God. That's fun. Yeah. Fuck. They didn't go to that school, though. They right? didn't go to that school, but I've massaged kids from that school. No. I mean, because I do a lot of athletes. Like, I mean, fuck these high school kids. Jeez. The shit they do, like the baseball kids and the football kids, because mm. a lot of kids get drafted. Right. In Santa Clarita. Like, I had a girl who played soccer, and her junior year in high school, she got she went to Chico. Like, they signed hmm. her her junior year. Right. And I um, actually wrote her letter of recommendation for her. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so these kids are coming to the chiropractor all the time, and I'm so afraid to, like, <laughs> find out. Right. So, yeah, that was crazy. It was... And I hate to say it, but we thought the shooting was going to be at the expensive school because we're like, oh, those kids can afford guns. We weren't expecting it to be one of the poorer high schools. So, When has that ever been the case of people being like, oh, it's in the rich area where the gun shootings, it's like, it's almost never. I mean, look at Chicago, you know? That's true. Guns are not usually associated with wealth, (laughs) except the showcase guns you know that's true so it was kind of crazy like my kid called me and he's like mom we're on lockdown because they today? locked yeah and he's like we're on lockdown and i was like yeah 
Yeah, but don't worry, it was in the school like across town. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, but guess what? And I'm like, what? And he's like, I don't have to run laps today. <laughs> so like kids now, they're not, they're not still scared. They're just kind of like, ah, it is what it is. Like, it's kind of like how people that grew up in like the Cold War had to like go into their desks and just prepare for nuclear holocaust. I think so. They do drills. They do active shooting drills. It's called like Alice, I think, which would freaked me out because my eight year old, he's like, mom, there's no room for me under the desk, so I have to get under two chairs. And he's all, I'm the only one that has to get under the chairs. And I'm like, as a parent, I'm like, what the fuck do I say? Yeah, I mean, I don't even, I, I don't know. I don't know how any of that works, but that sounds, all that sounds super terrifying. It's and It's weird so how normalized scary. it is. Yeah, and I mean, I guess this boy, his girlfriend broke up with him. And he... I guess got the girlfriend and the new boyfriend. But what happened know. to the good old days where you just where people just killed themselves when right? like that happened? You know. Yes, exactly. Or wrote really bad poetry. Yeah. Or became a comedian. Yeah. Like, fuck. All of these things. Like all of us have had our heart broken, right? <laughs> yeah. All of us just... have had blowjobs with big red gum. You know, it just happens. He wasn't one of those, like, uh, incel people, right? No. Okay. I, it's weird. I guess he was a little Asian boy. Just, oh, wow. Yeah. I, is it crazy that my mind immediately went to white guy? Yeah, I white did, too. White guy virgin? I, yeah, exactly. Like, I... And the way they were saying it, he was like, oh, it's an Asian kid dressed in black. And I guess he shot himself, and they took him to the hospital thinking he was one of the victims. Did, so, did he survive? Uh, he's in critical right now, I think. I don't know. It's freaking crazy. So while they're looking for him, dude's in the hospital. So, yeah. Okay, let's talk about something happier. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, how did we get on topical tragedies? <laughs> I don't know. I think because it just happened to me and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I can't homeschool my kids because they they wouldn't survive. No, and homeschooling is so bad for people socially. Yes. You need to do, I mean, school is whatever. I mean, I don't remember anything from school, but, like, you learn, it's learning, like, social, societal hierarchies and, you know, learning behavior traits. It's, yeah. it's more, it's a zoo. It is. Fuck. And the zoo, oh, my God, just chaperoned a bunch of third graders to the zoo, and kids should not go to the zoo. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of zoos, and I don't, uh, I think every kid wants to go there, right? But I, I don't, I would never, they just, they're all just in prison. Yes. <laughs> it just is, you know. Well, I mean, not even that, like from a parent point of view, like the antelope peed, and they're eight. So, of course, all they're like, hee, 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 and then the other antelope comes up behind it and licks it. Right. And I'm like, well, Fuck. There is there's a polar bear in the Central Park Zoo in New York City. Uh-huh. A polar bear is in the Central Park in New York City Zoo, which means that it's around climates that could be up to over 100 degrees mm -hmm. in the summer. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty terrible. You know? Yeah. When I was 
young, my grandma hated me because <laughs> I was this bad influence. I'm telling you, everybody thought I was this bad I'm person. I'm starting to believe everybody. I gotta be honest with you. You're yeah. not making a compelling case. Okay. I, you know what? That's fine. I'll take it. Fuck yeah. it. It's a good label. Exactly. Like, I'll be the fucked up. Yeah. Like, I'll take it. James Dean. <laughs> the bad influence who's mm. never done drugs and <laughs> rarely drinks. But hey. I'll make you do bad things. But we went to the zoo and the polar bear, it was the same thing, Fresno gets like 100, over 100. And the polar bear was in the water holding onto a block of ice. Mm -hmm. And all these people are like, oh my God, it's so cute. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I started screaming. And then my grandma made me sit in the hot car. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Until they got done with the zoo because I embarrassed her. Did you get to crack the windows or something? Yeah, I was able to oh, crack Jesus the windows. Christ. But I wasn't allowed to get out. God. I never told my parents. <laughs> that's like, that's some trauma, you know? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You gotta stop interviewing me. We need to talk more about you. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm learning so much. <laughs> so how did you get into comedy? I hate asking that because I want this to be different, but yeah. how did you get into comedy? Um, I got into it for the massages in basements. <laughs> um... I don't know. I mean, how does anybody... It just... I mean, my first time on stage, it was I was signed up against my will in college. And, uh, you know, then you get the first laugh and yep. you're addicted. And then it's all just a just chasing a pipe dream ever since that... Chasing a high, you know? Yep. See, I think, like, every comic... Cause I don't know. I could be wrong. But my first set, I got a lot of laughs. And I'm all, fuck yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I did too. My, mine went well, but that's because, again, it was in college. It was my peers. They were just, you know. Right. All just 20 year old drunk stoners, you know. But then when I started, I was like, oh, this isn't. Oh, yeah. My, my third time on stage, I bombed <laughs> real bad. I guess I bombed on Kill Tony. Yeah. Fuck. That's a brutal, it's a brutal place to bomb and the guests were mike lawrence and frank castillo right after they won roast battle right yeah so they oh it was so mean <laughs> yeah mike is very good at uh mike mike lawrence is uh i mean he's funny very funny comedian and he's uh he's always had a penchant for being able to uh really dissect and point out flaws in people oh he did yeah <laughs> i'm telling you i left here crying and I was like, that's it. I'm not doing comedy anymore. I'm done. And then my very supportive husband, he goes, but we can still go to the comedy store, right? Like, that's still fun. We can still do that. Mm -hmm. And I was all, yeah, can you not talk for right now? <laughs> he, uh, I mean, they might have saved you. You know what I mean? It would yeah. have been it would have been a thing where you could just, uh, I feel like if a lot of comics were like, if the first time they, before they went on stage, if somebody was like, you know, just don't do this. If they talk somebody out of it, they right. would lead much happier lives. But, I, yeah. uh, I don't know. I also grew up watching so much stand-up that I always... I don't know. I never thought I would do that, though. I just... I always would recite stand-up. Like, uh -huh. you know... And somehow Seinfeld put it in conversations. And, yep. No, I would even, like, perform it for oh, my family, but, but like, yeah. just regurgitating their bits, you know? But, uh -huh. um, but I never thought I would do that. I thought I would do more, like... Uh, I always wanted to do like film, you know, uh -huh. directing and stuff like that, which I uh, still am going to am doing. But um, you know, this is definitely the been the best thing so far. Yes, I agree. It's fun. I'm starting to make less sense the more relaxed I get. This is perfect.
You're almost done. You survived. Your left shoulder, though. Right? I don't know. Tell me about it. Yeah, I keep going back to it. I think one, when I was getting the tattoo that's on my back, the guy who put on the stencil was like, you know, one, sh one of your shoulders is higher than the other. Right. And then uh, I had a doctor that confirmed that because I had to get sh right shoulder surgery a couple of years ago for just a, like a torn labrum. But uh -huh. uh, yeah, they said the same thing, which I was like, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know how that works. If that's just a genetic thing or birthing or if it's just like how I carry my mm -hmm. tension. But uh, yeah, I hate it when people are like, well, what's that from? Because I'm like, it life. Like right. it's from driving, it's from flying, it's from being on your computer, on your phone. It's not just one thing. It's a combination of living. But you can feel when places are like more tight. Yeah, like you can see. Like, I don't know if you can feel that, but this shoulder is like way higher than that one. Wild. And I keep going back to it, and I'm like, I want to fucking kill it. Yeah, please do your best. <laughs> but I or know. Or worst, or whatever the phrase is. I need to let you go soon so you can go get your espresso. Yeah, is there a coffee place around here? There is a Starbucks. Close? Yes. It's in walking. It's within walking distance. Great. It's actually right next to Saddle Ranch. Oh, is that that cowboy bar mm -hmm. thing with the with the uh, horrible service? With, yeah. Well, I'm sure for that, but <laughs> uh, the mechanical bull. Yes. Yeah. So if you leave the comedy store make a and left. you're facing yeah towards sunset, you make a left and then you'll cross the street and then there's Saddle Ranch and then there's Starbucks right here. Mm. Yep. Hell yeah. See, I got you. This is great. I'm going to be loosey-goosey on There stage. you go. Oh, and this is the first time I'll get to see you perform. That'll be fun. Yeah, if I'm yawning a lot through my set, you're going to hear from me. But Yeah, you can flip me off. It's yeah. okay. You can just get on stage and be like, fuck joy. Should be. I mean, the lineup is incredible. So, it's so Tonight's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm so excited. A Comedy Chaos on Tuesday was really fun, too, because Burt Kreischer was in there. And then Ari Shafir was in there, so that was fun. This place is just, uh, it just has so much different energies going on at once with the three different rooms here. It's hard to uh, ever have like a quiet, dull night, you know? Yes, this place is insane. I walked in here like seven years ago, and I'm like, this is home. Yeah, I've been here. I usually, whenever I'm in L.A., even if I'm not booked here, even after spots, I'll usually end up here at some mm -hmm. point. It just seems like... You only hang in town. Yep, it's home. And then, like, we would come here every time John's like, let's go out. And I'm like, can we go to the comedy store? And he's like, fuck, okay. And then, like, I started watching comedy so much. And I'm like, fuck, I want to do that. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you ever had, this is more massage questions. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, like, pushed, have you ever broken something on someone? No, but I had an old man once. True story. And I was doing this. Mm -hmm. And I was just rocking a sacrum, and it popped so loud, it sounded like a gunshot. Oh, my God. I shit my pants. I was like, I took my hands off of him, and I go, are you okay? And he goes, I think so. Now, this is the man that a massage therapist before me, like months before I even started working there, she massaged him. He couldn't get off the table. They had to call an ambulance. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I broke you. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. So I left, and he got up, and he walked out, and he's like, I don't know what you did, but I feel amazing. And I was all, i got to go change my pants yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never broken anything. I've only had an ambulance called on me once. 
And the lady was having a panic attack, and she was having some crazy life crisis, though, so wow. not my fault. Wow. Well, we've learned a lot about you today. I know. I feel bad. No, this is what, this is what the people want. No, they want to know about you. Well, that's Tell good. me something. Tell me one good thing. A, a good thing? Or bad thing. Tell me something you want to tell. Uh, I don't know. I've told you every, I've told you anything. I'm an open book, but, uh, you know, just turn to any page. I don't know. Um, you know, I, uh, it's one of those things where you're like, say anything. And then you just go, I can't never, I can't even <laughs> think of a word. That happens to me in karaoke. There's your one thing. Every time I am listening to music, I'm like, I would kill this song in karaoke. And then I do karaoke, and they're like, what song do you want to sing, Mike? And it's as if I've never heard music in my life. I can't think of one song. I don't know who the artist. I don't know the lyrics to anything. And then the second I leave, I know every song by heart. Yep. So I don't know what that is. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. I did karaoke here for the Christmas party. Uh-huh. And I did Bobby McGee, but it wasn't the song I picked. So he played, it was, I was going to do Bobby McGee, but me and my friend were going to do Shoop together, mm-hmm. and he... Those are drastically different songs. <laughs> but I know all the lyrics. Also, Janice is very hard to yes, say. Yes, I can do Bobby McGee. I don't know why, but I can't. Well, I think I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, let's say that. But so he started playing Bobby McGee, and we were getting ready for Shoop. So I kind of like paused, and this chick runs up on stage. We, they call her the interrupting cow. I don't want to say her name. What? And she starts singing the song to the point me and my friends sat down on the stage and just watched her. Oh, my God. It was, yeah. All right, anything you want to plug? Yes. Do my, it again. MikeFeeneyComedy.com. My album, Rage Against the Routine, is available right now. And uh, at I am Mike Feeney on social media. Ta-da. All right. I'm going to leave the room. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, that was great. You're great at massaging. Oh. This. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh. Not lightheaded sounds bad, but like swirly. Okay. 
I'm going to drink this water, I think. Yes, please drink that water. I brought extra. Don't hate me when you get on stage. You got an hour. You're good. Yeah, we got time, right? Yes. Um, sorry, sorry. Do you have, um, do you have, uh, like, Venmo or? All right, that was my episode with Mike Feeney. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, 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 yes, please like, click, subscribe, comment, all that other bullshit. And you can always email me at joysheppyindians at gmail.com. Until next week, goodbye.